Good morning, everybody. My name is Julian Hers, and you're listening to Morning Chat, Good News in Politics. Today we have a very interesting episode because of something historic just happened between the French state and the German state. To begin with, it's going to be 19 degrees in Amsterdam and Brussels, 21 degrees in Paris and London, 26 degrees in Bucharest, and 22 degrees in Madrid. The sun shining, the bees are buzzing, the sky is blue, it's good news. I'm sorry you were listening to me on such a lovely day, but hey, life's hard sometimes. I'm sure you guys will deal with it, and I'm sure you're here for a good reason. Now, in a move that has led to Telegraph editors across the world, head spinning, Malkhuta hyperventilating, Hoekstra yelling at his Spanish neighbours, and many of the detractors of the European Union suddenly being proven wrong, German Chancellor Angela Merkel agreed to Emmanuel Macron's proposals for eurobonds to deal with the European coronavirus crisis. This is huge news. The deal includes 500 billion euro recovery fund, which includes common European bonds, which while they're temporary set a standard and will set a standard for a long time to come. The countries benefiting from this deal would be receiving grants, not loans. These would be borrowed by the European Commission on financial markets in the name of the EU guaranteed by member states, and the countries would receive this money based on lost GDP, lost employment, and other economic factors that show a damage to these European economies based on the coronavirus and what they've had to suffer and what they've had to do to recover. Now, this would be paid out through the multi-annual financial framework, the MFF, which is the EU's long-term budget, and again, it would be a grant or a donation, not a loan. So these countries wouldn't necessarily need to pay them back directly. This would be paid back by member states through their contributions to the European budget and would be paid back over 20 years from this budget. This still needs agreement from the EU27 and this includes ratification in all countries from what I have read. And a number of countries are against this, or we can assume they're against this. So we've got the Frugal, so Austria, Netherlands and Finland. While they may have been cast astray by the fact that Germany now supports this and basically left them in cold water, they will likely oppose the plan anyway, and they have claimed that they will propose an alternative in the days to come. Austrian Chancellor Kurz was the most aggressive against this, saying that he opposed it completely, and that he preferred loans to the member states and not just grants that would leave the frugal countries, which in many cases are net contributors, paying for this relief system. This is a problem that has been discussed since the Eurozone crisis, and this is going to continue to be discussed. Now, Mark Rutte, despite my jokes about the Dutch states following their behaviour during the coronavirus crisis, he has been very quiet and, in fact, a VVD official, the governing party in coalition in the Netherlands, has said that the plan had a sense of realism and that it wasn't over the top for them. This is a big move because it shows that the Netherlands, another of the frugal countries, and who frequently backs Germany in a lot of its resistance to further economic integration and these types of corona bonds and euro bond issues. They have now said that they are going, they're not against the plan. They may propose some small alternatives, but they seem amenable to what Macron and Merkel are proposing, which is great news. And I mean, let's not underestimate this. This is a huge victory for Emmanuel Macron and his drive for greater integration. Let's consider the fact that he's been lobbying for euro bonds since his 2017 election campaign, and that he has been pushing for this since. He mentioned this during his Sorbonne speech. He mentioned this during his Athens speech, I believe. He mentioned this during uh, multiple other speeches, 
and mentioned this quite heavily during the European parliamentary elections and discussions around this regarding European economy and the MFF. We can see that Germany, who initially rejected this outright following Macron's election and has continued to show resistance to this idea, has now been pushed by Macron's efforts to actually support this, which is a huge, huge undertaking and a huge success. Let's not underestimate this. This could set a normative basis for further European integration and have a Eurobonds as a standard of the European economy. This didn't exist before now. This wasn't being taken seriously before now. And it's only with the pressure of the coronavirus crisis, especially what's happened in Spain and Italy, who have all suffered heavy losses due to this and who threw their weight behind this proposal as well. This seems to have actually broken the impasse that was blocking this from happening. And for federalists like myself, this is huge. This means that the European project is going to move forward. This is a historic moment. Now, if this is going to get through the 27 member states, who knows? You've got the states like Poland and Hungary who are scared and are being against this for the time being. Primarily because they're worried that if this is focusing more on those who were heavily hit by the crisis, this may eat into the money they're receiving from the European funds themselves, Solidarity Fund, Development Funds, these types of things. But they don't need to worry from everything that I've heard because this money is not going to come from the money that was being sent to them. And as soon as they realise this, we may see them being more willing to take part in this, especially because if they did decide to take this down for whatever reason, you could easily see France and Germany deciding that they may want to start supporting these moves for Article 7 against them, the conditionality of EU funds on rule of law, and pushing quite hard in ways that would pressure Germany, that would pressure Poland and Hungary quite heavily. Now, this does also come with some risks because, of course, if there was a major crisis that this was employed in, and this was a... Three, two, one. Now, this does come with some risks. I mean, not only is this temporary, but this may not actually be enough money to support the economies as they stand. What we can see is that there's 500 billion euro going in, but the European economy overall has lost a lot more than that by the analysis that I've seen. And we're going to need to wait and see whether this will be sufficient or whether this will need to be topped up. We also need to wait and see whether this would become a more permanent fixture in European economics. We would like this to be. Personally, this is one of my goals. This is what I hope to see from the Macron presidency. But it's not sure that not only would this get through in its temporary form, but whether it would go through in its permanent form. This would likely need some form of treaty change to actually make this happen. And while Angela Merkel has shown that she is amenable to such treaty change, this may not necessarily have the support of the CDU in Germany, especially with the successors who are likely going to want to use this to pull themselves ahead of their competition. So the national political arena is going to play heavily into this, but we can always hope if they can manage to get this through in this stage, there's a chance that because of the example that it sets, because of the usage that it has, and because of the benefit that we can assume that it will have on benefiting European economies across Europe, not just those such as Italy and Spain, we may see that more member states would be supporting this. We may see national parliaments saying this actually isn't a bad idea. However, we're going to need to wait and see how that happens. We're going to need to wait and see what the result is going to be, and we're going to need to wait and see if it actually makes it through. Most commentators that I'm seeing have held this as historic. They've seen this as a good thing. 
But again, like everything in politics, we can only see the end result when the end result materializes. Guys, thank you very much for tuning in. This was a great question because it explains something current and explains everything that people are having to read and try to understand at the moment and has big ramifications for the European project and bilateral ties between not only France and Germany, but all the member states relating to them and their interactions with each other. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Again, you guys are the thing that makes this work. If you have any questions, please send them in. Comment below, send me an email, find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Julien Hoez. Just message me wherever you want. I'm happy to help you guys out and understand what's going on. Please like and subscribe. These helps me to actually spread my videos, explain what's going on to people more clearly and to help people to understand what's going on, particularly in European politics, which are so, so complicated. And again, guys, have a nice day. As I'm always saying, look after yourselves. While we're coming out of lockdown, while we're coming out of this crisis relatively okay, we need to all be supporting each other. We need to be working together to make this work. I hope you're all wearing masks when you go out. I hope that you're all giving the support to your neighbours, that you're being kind to each other and that you're enjoying the sunlight. I mean, I went out for about five minutes last yesterday afternoon and I came out with sunburn on the top left-hand corner of my forehead. So please also wear sunscreen. It's dangerous out there. We've been locked indoors for the last three months now. We need to take the proper precautions. But anyway, guys, thank you very much. It's much appreciated. And I hope that you guys are doing okay. See you guys on Friday.